We're back for another Incredibles episode of Was It Good? We've got Lovecraft Country and Adam Sandler's Hubie Halloween to talk about. So let's not waste any time. I'm your host, Ravi, and we've also got Christian Arjuna in the house as usual. Wow. Wow, you didn't, you didn't pump yourself up this week? You didn't need it? Well, someone here, I won't say any names, um, is like, oh, we're on a time crunch. We have to get out of here. So I thought the intro should reflect <laughs> that. Uh, so it's going to be a short time crunch. Yeah. I thought, we're not really on it. I well, thought we are. We are. We're on always. a pitch count. We're on a pitch count right now. I thought you were going to start that off by saying, based I on saw. your last intro, that Arjuna pulled you aside afterwards. And Arjuna was like, Krishna, you, can, you, can't, you can't have Ravi hype you up, you being Krishna, and put me to shame. It's very... No, Arjuna never pulled me aside. He never voiced any concerns. In fact, uh, from Arjuna's silence, uh, he was happy with that. This is what happened. I went to my AP, and then they went to the producer, then they went to the EP, and then they went to the head of the network. And the head of the network had to sit down with Krishna and said, hey. Uh, I don't remember this. Hey, we're going to spin you off into your own show. Just survive for another three weeks, (laughs) then we'll get to May Sweeps, and then it's going to be Was It Krishna? (laughs) <laughs> was it Krishna? That you sounds like that's so really. Is that a, a spinoff of That's So Raven? Yes. That's oh, wow. so Krishna. Mm. That's so Krishna. I love it. I can see it. Anyway, we're not talking about our silly sibling feuds that we don't have, except for one of us in our minds. Uh, <laughs> instead, we're talking about Lovecraft Country, episode nine, the episode before the season finale, maybe yeah. series finale, because at the taping of this podcast, we do not know. If there is a, another season greenlit yet, interesting. Uh, yeah, there's no no uh, nothing about there being a season two as of right now. Hmm. Uh, the taping of this podcast on a Monday, on a Tuesday. Wait, what wait, day is it today? Yeah, what day is it today? Today's Monday, right? Yeah, today's don't confuse one, us. <laughs> well, no, you can't do that in a quarantine because we don't. Well, this is a podcast, so this is every day. No, and that's a great <laughs> transition. You know, Arjuna's saying that it's a podcast and it's everywhere. Hippolyta returns from the multiverse. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how. I don't think I could have made that work. In any, I probably could have, but I didn't try hard enough. You anyway. Should, yeah, yeah. I mean, what day is it? I mean, you, the easy transition would have been, and now to an episode about time travel. Damn. They don't know what day it is because uh, they're jumping all over the place. That was good. You should, you should probably apply to be a host <laughs> or something. That's why he's getting his spinoff. Yeah, was it was Christian? It Christian? <laughs> we are clearly all over the place. Let me try and, and refocus here. Lovecraft Country, episode nine. The Avengers <laughs> Assemble. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, isn't that what anyone else got when they were all in the living room? I've been saying it. I've been saying it for eight damn episodes. So I put it in the outline yeah. because I thought it, it worked really well in terms of <laughs> you just had all those principal characters who had all their solo episodes. With Wasn't all their that my prediction from last week? Could Roll the of. tape back. Roll the tape back. That was my prediction that is exactly it. what would happen. And not only did I predict Avengers Assemble, we had people, people's hair turning blue like a goddamn superhero. Okay, Super Saiyan. Super Saiyan. Level four. We have full-on uh, going back in time, the chicken and egg theory. We have Tick becoming... The very person that he was told stories about, uh, the man coming in like Jackie Robinson to beat up the uh, the, the white people, <laughs> save his grand, save his save his father and his uncle and maybe his real father, and his mother <laughs> and, and his mother. Yeah, yeah. God, <laughs> a lot of breath. It's <laughs> a little strange. That's a lot. It's uh, that's no, a lot happening. Yeah, you're you're definitely correct there. We 
to recap real quick, we have the <laughs> Avengers. We have everyone assemble. We have them jump quickly back in time. Why they go back in time? They wanted to get the book of names, yeah. book of names, uh, and the whole reason was so that they can go and save Tick's cousin's life, Deanna, oh, Deanna. D D's D life, uh, because she's got the curse and she was turning into one of the weird, creepy, yeah, uh, kids from that book. Yeah, cur- cur- she was turning into a curse. Yeah, how about how about Christina just being a dick and being like, yeah, I can just kind of stop it, but uh, Tick, you gotta you gotta sacrifice your life. I mean, just for me to like let her live for an extra. That's day. her character, though. I mean, she we're yeah. not getting anything different than what no, we've I know, already but seen. She's still a dick. Yeah, yeah. That's I what I'm mean, saying. Yeah, I mean, but no surprise. Dick's yeah. gonna be a dick. <laughs> what the what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Anyways, um, there's only if I have only one complaint about the show, and I think this episode finally highlighted the only flaw in the show, and it is this. Uh, <laughs> The flaw is that Montrose and Atticus have a very contentious relationship. And the show does a great job of showing um, showing and not telling, except mm-hmm. in this one regard where we forced to, we're being told that Montrose beat Atticus. And it's this thing that like, overhangs that relationship the whole entire time. But we never actually see that. And so when Tick is being a dick to his dad, right? I feel for his dad. Because yeah. we never actually see or witness the beating. I think you're supposed to feel for Montrose. I, I don't think you're. I think what they've done in this show, which is, to me, it, it's really well done, is really since since the Indiana Jones episode of um, you know, <laughs> episode when, three, right? I think it's episode three or four, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, really, since then, you know, Tick has not been a very likable character. Right. In fact, he's done a lot of stuff where you're like, what a dick. Huh, yeah. What a that's a dude. Tick, Tick is a being dick. a dick. Tick the dick. Tick the dick. <laughs> well, look who his uh, his ancestor is, right? Yeah. yeah. His Mike ancestor Weitz. is um, Atticus. Yeah. What? No, wait, what? <laughs> no, Atticus. Um, <laughs> what's his face? Oh, uh, the the Titus Adam. Adam. Or Titus. Yeah, Titus. The Braithwaites. The Braithwaites. The Braithwaites. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, yeah. And this is I'm, I'm basically what I'm trying to do here is force what my problem is with the show. Yeah. Which is. There are so many things that are very much unanswered. Yeah, mm. and there's a lot happening. There's a lot. Ha- there's a lot happening, and this yeah. episode was the episode where I sat down. And I was watching it, and they're throwing another thing, which kind of makes sense. And it's interesting. It's heartbreaking, but it doesn't answer all these other questions that I have. Yeah, and going into next week knowing that we have only one episode. And then also knowing, and I know this sounds really weird, but also knowing that there is no plans right now for season two. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to be left as a viewer in this state of not knowing. Sure. And I have grown up in, in the world where, in terms of content and media, we are told everything. So now I have to sit there and not know everything, and it's going to make me sad. Well, Like, we- for example, who the fuck built the fucking multiverse machine? Well, we don't know that there might be plans. There might they might already have scripts for season two. It might have been already renewed, but we, the public, don't know. I need to know that, otherwise, I can't enjoy the current show. Wow. But but maybe they don't want to tell you because they don't want to royal ruin the ending, right? Because royal royal the ending. Roy- what does that mean, Arjun? <laughs> but maybe they don't want to ruin the you ending mean- because it could be a definitive ending or it could be a complete cliffhanger. But if they tell you, if they tell you season two is coming, you're expecting a cliffhanger. But if, I am the modern they, day viewer. If they tell you, if they tell you, if they tell you if it's a miniseries and there's no season two, but you're expecting a definitive ending, you not knowing means 
you have no idea how this thing is going to end. Maybe. So here's the thing. If it does end. Here's right. the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> There's this thing called marijuana and hallucinogens in the world. And I partake. Oh, yeah, drugs. And I partake in, and for the most part, I don't like them. It's called milk. Yeah, it's called milk. Because you don't have full control usually. Yes. If you do too much. Right. So do it in moderation. Drug PSA. But my point is there, <laughs> I like to be in control and know what's happening. And the fact that I can't know irritates me. Right. I want to go <laughs> back you to know, your... But you know, every piece of fiction, that, that's, what they, that's their job. Is Star to, Wars. Is to surprise you. And <laughs> Star Wars, I, I know everything. No, you don't. It's no, you... good versus evil. There's no real multiverse oh, thing I, happening. I, I, yeah, There's right, no Robbie. science in addition to mad... No, I guess there is. The space wizards. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> Ravi... Um, the there's sequel a trilogy. The biggest question. They had no idea where it went. Of Star Wars is. <laughs> what's the, what Star is Wars. What is it? I don't Boston. Know. I don't know. What, what is this accent. Boston? I don't know. Keep coming no, no, from. no. It's not Boston. It's some. It's, it's some fucked up. bastardized <laughs> yeah. mix of England and Boston and New York and a little California. Not just not up. Not New York. Upstate New York. Yeah, oh, and a little East Texan. A little Texan thrown no, in there. No, why would that be Why Texan? is it Texan? I don't know, because Krishnan went to Texas probably once. He drove through that twice. It. Uh, no, uh, the question of Star Wars is, what did the midi-chlorians evolve from? That's what I want. I want to know what they're Or as Samuel L. Jackson said, yeah. he's, got, he's, got, he's got the fucking midi-chlorians. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, I do want to point out one yeah. fact that I, or one throwaway line you guys might have missed. So Hippolyta says that she was in the multiverse machine yeah. for 200 years. Yeah. Yep. That's not a throwaway line. That's a big line. Yeah. Well, but I think some people could have missed it. There was a lot of details I think people could miss. Yeah. That um, was one of them. There were, a, I, I did go back because I wanted to know, was there a line about the time machine, the multiverse machine, in terms of who made it? And there no. wasn't. So Because it's there for season two. Yeah. You, you guys also know this show is based off of a book, right? The, yeah. Um, Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country. Country. Right. Um, that um, Tick Sun writes. Yeah, in George the future. <laughs> yeah, yeah, George. Yeah, that's how it George goes. Atticus Freeman. Yeah, I I'm, I don't know if that's his middle name. I made that up. Uh, in terms of them going back in time, though, I to nineteen specific. Let's let's also they do go back in time and yeah. they go specifically back to nineteen twenty one Tulsa to Tulsa, Oklahoma, which I think is interesting that this is an HBO series. That it's the second one. This is the second time I, 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 within within a year that HBO has presented a series that touches heavily and in, upon well, the 1921 Tulsa. I don't know what to call it. Massacre. massacre. So is it called a massacre? Yeah, I think, it, I think it's, it's, it's called officially the, called the it's massacre. called the Tulsa yeah. massacre. So the Tulsa massacre. This is the yeah. second series to touch upon that massacre. Massacre. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I mean, it, it sounds like to me that HBO is taking it upon themselves. They're like, we're going to be the ones to educate people on this event. Or not, maybe not educate, but we're going to shine gonna keep, light on it. We're going to keep hammering it home that yep. this is not covered. It doesn't get the attention it deserves. So, I, don't I even, mean, props to HBO. I don't even think it's that. I think HBO is finally giving different people the chance to make TV and make shows, right? Yeah. And I think, I think you know, there's probably some coincidence and then that. Both the showrunners for Watchmen and for Lovecraft Country um, used those things, and I, I, I don't, I'm not familiar with the Lovecraft Country book, right. but I would assume that it does touch on 1921 Tulsa, um, and that's why they incorporated it into the show. Hmm. But the fact that they picked up a show, you know, that you know has a has a very, um, 
you know a very black writing cast and and showrunner uh and and has more diversity is just a good sign from HBO to like okay we're not getting the same the same three people making the same shows right necessarily so uh, you know props to HBO yeah to bring in some new voices to have some new content yeah now we just need uh, a show about um India not India <laughs> I'm, I'm no uh, let's do a show about the Hindu gods. But yes! Quick, oh, that would be fantastic. But real quick, uh, so one thing they showed in Tulsa was the movie theater, which is a big part of Watchmen. Mm-hmm. The same theater where the, um, they're watching um, the the Watchmen, the Watchmen within the Watchmen movie in the past, I and mean, it also obviously plays a big part in the finale, where um, the kind of the climax takes place. But so I thought that was cool. Like it, it's almost like. Not in obviously not in the same universe, but it's if it's that's a multiverse. The, it's true. Yeah, I mean, it's you she. Know. Uh, well, when oh, she when Hippolyta she said yeah, yeah. the six trillion parallel Earth or parallel universes. That's it. She named like Earth five two zero, I think, or yeah. something like that. And I was like DC. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I mean, it could be HBO is part of Warner Brothers Media, so oh, I mean, shit. maybe who knows? Could be possible. That would be dope. Yeah, but the past, 1921. <laughs> so 1921, I th- I mean, I, I that's the first, like, we, you know, uh, this probably kind of speaks to my own piss-poor choice in terms of educating myself in the United States history. I did not know about 1921 mm-hmm. and the massacre until Watchmen, uh, unfortunately. I, I don't think most people did. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't think that's just on you. I think that's on yeah. the majority of America and also the education, how, the education system and textbooks. Yeah. So it's mom and dad's fault. Uh, yeah. But what I thought was interesting with going back to 1921, we actually got to see uh, a black community that was pretty, uh, cl- like the, the visuals that we saw was pretty close to what Tulsa 1921 looked like before the massacre in terms of it was, you know, Tulsa was considered the black Wall Street um, of the United States, an up and coming, you know, city area. You Affluent. Know, People, you know, financially well off, good neighborhoods, good schools, and we got to see it. And then, unfortunately, we also got to see the tragic, you know, what happened uh, in terms of, you know, visuals with with planes dropping bombs, uh, with you know, racists coming into the city and and, and so forth. So, you know, and they didn't, and then they they didn't hold back. They nope. showed they showed people's heads being, uh, you know, shot in the head and people burning alive. Yep, uh, and they really sat on those images to make you uncomfortable, mm-hmm. uh, because it it's uncomfortable and it should be uncomfortable uh, in terms of like that's a part of American history and you need to learn it. <laughs> you, I, I think you know? I think we all said this at the beginning, the very first episode of Lovecraft Country. The most horrific and horrifying thing that we visually saw was not the monsters or the creatures or the demonic shit. That stuff was like ha ha ha. Easy. It was the racist shit. Yeah. That stuff was harder to watch. That stuff was more uncomfortable. That stuff was scarier mm-hmm. than, than, you know, the demon. That being said, you know, evil spirits that are listening, I don't want to go see demons and monsters. <laughs> I'd rather not see anything. Well, I'm just going to stop talking. And I, and I <laughs> thought they used that imagery and kind of tied in some other elements really powerfully in this episode. So Montrose, when he's waiting for Letty... Tick's gone through the portal. He kind of starts this monologue and starts naming off people um, who you know who perished in the in the massacre. Uh, and it was almost it was almost like it wasn't Montrose. It was like 
it was more like a PSA to the audience of like this this is all the potential that died um, in this massacre, and you should you need to feel that like you need to feel that weight of of all of that that was just destroyed by racists, mm-hmm. uh, and then the opera that they sang at the end that really bled into the. Um, into the credits. That was a that wasn't from a previous material. That was actually written and made for the episode. Oh wow! Uh, which was really cool, and it was really well done. Uh, and it was. I assume that was like a poem or something written. Uh, maybe maybe originally, but like the specific um, opera itself was made for the episode. Cool. Uh, and it was really well done. And I, re- you know, they normally have their regular closing theme. But they smartly had it bleed into the credits, and I thought it worked out. It worked really well, um, and I, I thought I thought the whole 1921 stuff was really well done. It was a lot of a lot of character development. It kind of we got the big MacGuffin. I feel like of the show, the Book of Names. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I always felt like that was somehow going to come into play. And then you know the 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 age old time travel con- uh, concept, right? Egg and the chicken? Can well, can you really actually change time or does it always happen, right? Is it so fated? you know, we talked earlier about Tick being the the one that saves his his parents and his uncle, like was that so did they always go back in time? Mm-hmm. And did the book of names never really ever get destroyed, it just jumped in time. I think that's what's implied for sure. Yeah. Is that and that it's it remind it gives me like dark vibes. Like hardcore. It's like uh you the the concept the the mechanism of time travel doesn't actually change time. Because it's part of time. Right. Yeah, which is really which cool. Is and uh, I think um, Avengers, you know, even Avengers, uh, like time travel now, uh, I think a lot of them have the same idea, which is that just because you travel back in time, right, doesn't mean you're necessarily changing the future because it's already become part of history or whatever. I don't know. It's confusing. I, they say it better than I can, but you know what I'm saying. Time is linear. Time is... That's kind of the idea of it, at least. Yeah, I don't know. Which is a dumb, dumb, <laughs> dumb idea. Why is that? It just is. I like the idea of time travel where you can go and modify the past, but when you do that, you shift gears and you create an alternative reality. Sure. So Which the, makes more sense. The uh, Avengers Endgame. Theory. Exactly. Why does that make more sense? I don't know. It just does. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to the book of names. One thing that I thought was interesting, Letty has a can't-touch-this-thing uh, type of spell. Basically, fire can't burn her. Bullets bounce off her. I don't know what else it protects. But it seems it also protects objects when super close to her body. Could she have just hugged the old woman and like held on to her as the building burned? Oh. I don't think so. But I. But uh, the book... You know, I, I get, I get the book, and then also her clothes, and then you know, there's, there's other things, and even with the hand. But yep. I don't. But then maybe she could have, but you know, that would have been changing time, right? It was historically a fact that the great great grandmother or great grandmother or, or and that entire family and that entire family to burned to death, so yeah. she couldn't save her because you know if that was true, she would have just warned them, and they all would have left the house. So I, I don't think she could have. I think maybe she could have hugged her and saved her, like the the principle of it, mm-hmm. you know, like factually, but she couldn't because they died. Plot device. No, not plot device. Plot. Yeah, because <laughs> because that because Letty in that moment feels like she can't change time. Hmm. But so it is what it is. 
question here. Obviously, we've got our last episode of whatever this set of 10 is going to be called. Either the Probably full- two weeks from now, we'll know what the official title of these 10 episodes are. Season 1, series, whatever. Uh, what do we think is going to happen? Do we think, and, and specifically, I want you both to answer this very important question, because it's the only question that really matters. Are we going to watch this, and am I going to get all the answers that I want? No. no. Or am I going to be annoyed? I, I mean, think going I th- in with that attitude, I think, it's inevitable. You'll I be think the ending is going to be vague. Yeah, um, nice. Just because I think there will be... I think the way it's going to end is you're not entirely sure what has worked and what hasn't. And I think you'll have multiple characters' fates kind of in the balance in terms of are they alive, are they dead, are they immortal, are they not immortal? Um, I think characters will die definitively. Like, I honestly thought Montrose was going to perish in this episode. Mm-hmm. The way the way it kind of hit the resolution him and Tick had, the understanding they got by the end of the episode, the way he was kind of waiting around in the portal room, I thought, you know, it was going to be some type of he got Letty through but then was trapped and maybe it was going to be like a Captain America moment where old man Montrose shows up and he maybe <laughs> survived or, or you know, he just died at that moment or something like that. Like, I thought that's maybe how they're going. Yeah, um, that's what I thought too. And so I think definitely, I don't, I would be shocked if Montrose makes it to the end of episode 10 alive. Wow. But, may, but maybe they're trying to subvert expectations, right? Mm. Uh, maybe, you know, everyone is assuming Tick is going to die. Tick assumes Tick is going to die. Well, are you saying everyone in the show or everyone watching the show? I would say both. I would say everyone, like for me personally, I'm assuming Tick lives because in a lot of shows where it sets up that such and such character is going to die, they end up not dying. I think the Tick we know is going to die. And then a parallel version of Tick comes by. Maybe. Or or maybe maybe Tick's death is he is transported somewhere else. So like Tick in this earth is gone, but maybe he is flung into the future. Maybe he is put into a different dimension. Like something about his situation changes where, you know, if we didn't understand anything about magic or time travel or anything, we would be like, oh, Atticus Freeman is dead. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. So I think that's going to happen, but then I think that opens up the potential for a season two or you know some type of follow-up maybe not necessarily with tick you know tick's journey maybe takes him somewhere else but either the fallout of that or with his son or something else yeah i don't know i think gia is going to come back in the last episode i think she's going to play a role i think tick does live i think she saves him somehow magic versus magic we're going to see old eastern magic versus old western magic but then we also got with a little bit of sci-fi thrown in yeah some new technology in with there with some tech well. in there yeah because Hippolyta comes back with purple crystal things in her well we saw those put into her arms yeah. in the thing and so and she's got some kind of like she's super a, tech in there she's a cyborg basically yeah no, I'm just kidding so can she actually love her daughter <laughs> she's <laughs> she robot she has the internet she has wifi she has permanent wifi um, so I think the only thing that that we can expect next week is the resolution of this story, which is there's a lot of elements that have been introduced, which you know may or may not. They're sort of they're just kind of plot devices, right? So I think the multiverse machine is a plot device. I think um, unfortunately, you know, I think the stuff introduced with Geo is even a plot device. I think the story has been though the Braithwaites and this family's introduction to magic and their responsibility with it and how they use it, right? And so 
it's been building that they want to use it to protect themselves against some nefarious parts of society, like racism. And also this crazy white woman running around trying to become immortal and doesn't really care who she uses and who she steps on, right? That's the direct, that's what this story is about. So I think that's the only thing that's going to get resolved. The All that other stuff is going to be saved for future. I think there is going to be definitely future seasons. Um, I like the idea that they haven't announced it because... You know, you know, don't, you just don't know what's yeah. happening. Because he, I mean, like, I don't know go back to though. go back to Watchmen, right? Mm-hmm. Season with the first season, it was announced as a season one. Yeah. So we were, I think, we were at the table, like, yeah, there's going to be multiple seasons. This is HBO's most popular show right now. And then the showrunner Damon uh, Lindelof came out and said, it's "Like, nope." Yeah. And everyone's like, "Power move." Everyone's like, well, everyone's like, "Oh, well, now HBO's going to find a new showrunner. It's going to stink." And then HBO's like, "You know what? The door's always open for Damon, but." Uh, if he that's doesn't it, want to do it. That's it. it. And yeah. I was like, that's great. And that's what I kind of hope uh, happens with Lovecraft. If Misha Green and the writers and directors and all the creatives have a really great idea for a season two, go for it. If they don't, they cool. don't. That's yeah. cool. Move on to the next thing. Yeah. Uh, you don't need, especially the age we live in with television, Like, you don't live in an age where you need to just keep a show going because people need jobs. Like, The, the people behind this show have proven, hopefully – that they should be able to get jobs. Like HBO, you know, if they're smart, if Misha Green has another idea, have her do another show. Right. And she'll probably bring on a lot of the same crew and whatnot. Yeah. I personally would like to see another season of Lovecraft that takes place like, uh, I think it was your idea for Watchmen, actually, but take place like 200 years in the future. Yeah. You know, I would love that. See, like project 200 years in the future, maybe either some characters travel to the future or it's like their descendants. But there's a lot of like extra work that goes into creating something like that because you have to do all the world building yeah. around it, which yeah. is intense. So people wow. love that stuff. I mean, if they take love like, the world if building. they take like two years off, sure. I mean, this is a time yeah, period to not? do it right now because yeah. not a whole lot is happening in the world. I mean, James Cameron took what ten years, and no, nope. they've almost shot. No, nope. we Avatar we're, three. We're not watching Avatar in this pod. You watched Hubie Halloween for crying out loud. That's a great transition, but before we get there, we should ask that question about Lovecraft the Country question. Episode 9. Was, was it, it Krishna? Krishna? Wow, that was weird. Anyway, Arjuna, was uh, Episode 9 good? Uh, yes, it was good. I have been very excited for the finale. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm curious to see how it all ends, if it ends. Mm. Krishna, was it Krishna? It was Krishna. Uh, in fact, it was more Christian than me. Even how's that possible? I don't know. Wait, so Maybe because I created it. It was. It was. It was. Uh, it was really good. What was that shitty Netflix movie called <laughs> Extraction? Uh, Triple Frontier. Triple Frontier. Triple Frontier. Yeah, yeah. That, was actually, good I like that was a good one. Um, yeah, it was really good. Uh, I think it set up. It set up the uh, the last episode nicely. Um, I understand why Ravi's frustrated because it does introduce more questions than it answers, but that's a good thing. I feel like every episode's done that, though. That's true as well. <laughs> it's, it's very much stays in its in its lane in that regard. Ravi, was episode nine of Lovecraft Country good? No, it was not my favorite episode. In That's not what we're asking. Okay, fine. It wasn't good. Wow. I did not like it. It's probably one of the episodes that sticks out as... as I, I don't know. Maybe I need to go back and watch it again. Without your phone. No, I can't do that. Watch it without your phone. I can't do my do life. Do it. I can't do life without phone. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot do life without phone. Wow. Um, but it was one, I don't know. It, part like Christian made this observation about me, which is whenever I watch TV 
or even play games or do anything, my phone's always there. Yes. Um, and I, I've noticed that for certain things, I'll go more in depth in terms of like driving, diving into my phone and just not paying attention. But I'm still able to understand what's going on in the story. And this is one of those episodes where I felt fine being on my phone and doing other things because I knew what was going on. I got it. Sure, maybe I should have been a bit more respectful and paid more attention to it. But I still understood where the story was going. And because of that, when you compare it to the other episodes, to me, it just it does not stand out above every, anything else. It's more like, cool, it's probably the one episode that just does not, it was whatever. Because it didn't take, it didn't, it didn't warrant your attention off of your phone. You're Correct. saying other episodes have. Big, every other episode had, like from the first one to second, like all of them have. This was the first episode was like, okay, cool, just hurry it up. Show me the, fi- I want to get to the finale here. Like, this is just cool, whatever. So, But speaking about things that definitely oh. made me oh, no. look into my phone. <laughs> Hell, at one point, I think I just got up and left. <laughs> I mean, you finished it. I did finish it. You should be ashamed of yourself. Both of you should be ashamed of it's, yourself. Uh, so I have a different reason. Why. Hold on, hold on. Oh, so the reason, the, the movie we're talking about is the new Adam Sandler Halloween Netflix original film, Hubie <laughs> Halloween. It is a film that takes place in Salem, Massachusetts. Salem, First of all, I have to ask this question. I'm trying to give my intro on the film. You just interrupt me. Is Adam so Sandler's character yes. mentally all there in the, sh- in the movie? I don't know. It is not. If it, if because if his voice is fucking annoying. Oh, you can't understand anything he's saying. <laughs> At one point, I turned the captions on. Do you think yeah. he was, was he just drunk? Well, hold on. Before, before no, we, I have a whole theory. Before we jump in, so this movie, real quick, it's a Netflix original. It's a Halloween-based film where a character who loves protecting the citizens of Salem, Massachusetts, he has um, made himself essentially the hall monitor on Halloween night to make sure that every citizen gets home. Why? Safely. Um that's a great question. Because he's a good guy. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. There's no flashback that explains a ch- childhood trauma? No. No. No flashbacks at all in this film. Um, this film is basically, to kind of like end my summary here, this film is basically uh, Adam Sandler and his production company came across some money. Adam Sandler got on the phone and said, Hey, Kevin, what are you doing this weekend? Hey, Shaquille O'Neal, what are you doing this weekend? All his friends, all his all, buddies, all his buddies, all, all his friends. But if you if you look at Happy Madison, yes, that's what he does now with his comedies. He, he gets his buddies together, they go shoot a movie, maybe go on vacation. Sometimes they will go to Hawaii. Sometimes they will go, you know, to really exotic locations. Sometimes they will just stay in New England, you know, and do a quick little like two week flick. Uh, that's what they do because he has these massive deals. And the reason I think he made this. Movie. I mean, first off, it's it's, you know, it's a Halloween movie. It's not necessarily quote-unquote good cinema. But I, I think the reason he made this movie, because this is his first kind of... I, I don't know if this is his first movie since Uncut Gems, but it's his first kind of bigger movie since Uncut Gems. And I think this is just a big... Wait, didn't he have another Netflix one with Jennifer Aniston? The, the heist one? I think that came out... Before Uncut? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know in the timeline, right? But... I think the reason he continues to make these movies and the reason he made like this one so ridiculous is it's just a big middle finger to Hollywood. <laughs> because he he did the serious acting role. He busted his ass and was amazing in Uncut Jams, and they, they snubbed him, right? Mm-hmm. So he's like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm going to go take the easy paycheck. I'm going to go make my easy money. Go on my vacation. I'm going to have a character. You can't even understand what he says. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to go make it, and I'm going to go get paid. Go fuck yourself, Hollywood. 
I'm out. That's Adam Sandler. I respect the hell out of him. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Um oh well okay. I mean that that's uh, that's as good that's as good of a theory as exists for why he is the way he is. In, in a more serious <laughs> well, in a more serious note, he's talked you know, multiple interviews, people were like, You can do things like Uncat Gems, but you kinda they always dance around it like but then you make uh Hubie. these comedies. Why? And he's just like, I enjoy making the comedies, it's like I enjoy working with my pals, it's like it's a fun experience. I th- he knows it's not good, right? He yeah. knows that it's not. No, like, I know. I bet in your theory, you know, he goes out of his way to make it bad. I, I think sometimes. I think for this one, he did. Oh, I think for this God. one, like with the character not being able to understand him or anything, Half especially the time. especially when you go from what he was in Uncut Gems, right? Yeah, amazing, iconic character uh, that will go down in history as, as you know is an iconic character, as an iconic role and a performance, and now he's just like, oh, so that's not good enough for you guys. Well, you, but Fuck you, go. you. Hubie, Hubie Halloween. Halloween. The other question, though, is like, Unreal. I mean, this isn't new, though, in terms of these kind of like bizarre out there films with a character, a main character that is just strange. Like, sure. you know, there's Happy Gilmore, right? Sure. Like these other, you know, there's, um, was it Big Daddy or the... Big Daddy. Big Daddy is the, was one of his... I mean, and, and those movies, like, if you remember back when we saw them or we heard about them, we were a lot younger. I think we didn't care as much in terms of, like, the stuff that we were watching. You know, I, I wonder if the if we look at a film like Hubie and we're like, oh, it should be better. It should be, like, what we remember, like, classic. But really, we, society has changed. Yeah. But, like, Adam Sandler is exactly the same in yeah. terms of the ideas and the things that he's doing. And it works for whatever reason because, you know, Ann Sandler is still a household name to a degree. It's still getting people to, like, click. And, like, if I if I read it correctly, like, that was one of the more watched films yeah. in the last, like, past weekend or whatever because it's Adam Sandler and, and uh, Kevin James. So why James. did you guys watch it? Well, why, why? Yeah, why? I just need some background noise. Well, here and, and here's the thing. Wait, I've been watching other things. I've, I've been watching a lot of Hannibal and watching a human being eat other human beings. It kind of mentally gets to you at some point. Yeah. So I needed something, you know, stupid. So that's yeah. why I put it on. Well, and here's the other thing, right? Especially, like, for Hubie uh, and everything. His comedies are made for kids. They're not made, you know. We are sitting I, at this I, table, and I, I'll ask the question: Why 30, were you? Why 30, did you guys put this on? Our thirty slash late twenty. I watched it with uh, my girlfriend, Sahara. So you're trying to tell me Sahara has the brain of a child? No, <laughs> oh Jesus! Christ. No, I'm not saying. I'm not saying that. Uh, Sahara's favorite holiday is Halloween. She loves Halloween <laughs> movies. Yeah. She does like Adam Sandler, so she's like, "Oh, yeah. Hubie Halloween." I like Adam Sandler thing. too. I, I like him enough not to watch train wrecks that he makes on purpose just to fuck but with Christian, the But like, this is the same it's, thing, it's though. A, yeah. It's the same thing of, like, why would you go and watch Extraction? Triple Frontier. Or, like, Triple sure. Frontier. It's okay. like, you're right. putting it, like, yeah. it's there. Yeah. It's something to put on. I mean, the other thing, too, is, like, there has there is something said for marketing. Like, this thing was, it has, they, it went through the typical, like, Netflix in your face marketing campaign where it's it's on YouTube clips everywhere. Yeah. It's billboards all over fucking LA for the stupid thing. So it's there, it's on your mind. And then when it finally comes out, it's when you go into the Netflix app, it's right there front and center. Yeah. So it's one of those things where it's like, fine, I, I know who Adam Sandler is. It's the Halloween season. Maybe there's a five percent chance there'll be something memorable. If not, it's something to, you know, 
yell at, yell about on the podcast. Right. It's a refl- it's a win win for me. And to reflect your point, like like you said, with like Ravi was saying, with Triple Frontier and Extraction, <laughs> you have set expectations. <laughs> you have set expectations in terms of you know what you go in with those types of movies, and with Adam Sandler comedies, you you should have a set expectation that if you're looking at the traditional, like, is this a good film? No, it's not going to be a good film, you know, because it's a, it's a, you know, it's an Adam Sandler comedy. He he goes for the cheap jokes and the and the thrills, and it's, yeah. you know, it's not the most well made, well tailored film of all time, but it's still entertaining and it's an easy watch. And to Ravi's point, you don't have to pay attention. Uh, for this one, it probably helps if you have subtitles. I will admit that. If I could go back and do one thing, I might put on the subtitles. See, you would actually go back see, and rewatch this. So for, for me, I don't think you need the subtitles because the story <laughs> is so simple. Yeah, it's true. That you don't really need to... Like, you're probably muted the damn thing. I mean, like, <laughs> I know exactly what's happening. Yeah. Um, I will say the funniest part, if there, if, if you if you had to ask, like, what's what was good, is the Shaquille O'Neal character. Oh, yeah. yeah. He... Uh, Shaquille O'Neal is a big dude. Yeah. I've met him a couple of times. He has a very deep voice. He, in this film, is a radio DJ, and he puts on a high-pitched female voice. And they did a pretty good job with the, the matching and everything, and that, that was fun and interesting. But beyond that, everything else was like, okay, for the love of God, why? Oh, God. I really liked the part where it ended. <laughs> that was awesome. Oh, no, actually, one, one, no. One funny thing I did find the his mom, the character who played his mom, or his mom in the movie, uh, had all these different T-shirts on uh, that were just like cheap five dollar T-shirts, and they had like all these inappropriate sayings on, like they're like the mom and Adam Sandler trying to figure out what boner means, and oh, they're like, oh, it must God. mean like making a mistake. <laughs> so then there's one part where he's like, "I'm sorry, I, I, I'm sorry. That's a huge boner I just made, <laughs> like in front of like a bunch of high school kids, and they're just like, did he just say boner? Did he just say boner? That sounds hilarious. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's some cheap, easy laughs in there, mm-hmm. and it's an easy watch. And if you, if you're not expecting, you know, uncut gems, yeah, well, no, I, you, I so, would never. Yeah, but what what makes it make sense is it's 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 your guys's. Extraction and Triple Frontier. Okay, that I can understand. I wouldn't even say that. I like bad action movies. You guys like bad comedies. I, 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 I respect it. I would I say that. I wouldn't say I like the movie because yeah. the movie was not good. Yeah, I think we can unanimously say, you know, answering that age old question of was it good? No, it's fucking right. awful. Don't ever watch it. Don't bother. Mm. We, we helped you out. You're welcome. I mean, I, I didn't need you guys. I was talking to them, not you. <laughs> I don't think they need you guys to. to I think they it's, do. It's, 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 to me, it seems like painfully obvious that it's going to be real bad. But that's the same thing with like a triple frontier. Yeah, it's painfully obvious it's going to be bad. A great action movie? What? No, we're not getting into I, this I debate. Have, we're not getting what? into this debate. <laughs> I, I do want to say real quick, uh, shout out to, on the chat chat over here on Twitch, and for those watching and listening, remember you can always tune in on Mondays when we go live and on Fridays when we go live on Twitch.tv slash Was It Good? But uh, we got a little message here on the chat from um, Sahara, not Sarah. Sahara, not Sarah. Uh, that said, uh, angry face at uh, Squish Life, which is Christian's Twitch handle. So, no, it- no, no. We had someone named Squish underscore Life who gave us a lot of comments <laughs> with exclamation points. And yes, he was he no. was very excited. Sahara, um, if she if you want to punch me in the face, I understand, and it's allowed because I <laughs> I didn't imply that you have a brain of a child, <laughs> and that is really mean. <laughs> 
Anyway, I think that's going to do it here on the podcast. Another successful taping. We have a new setup as well for the live stream. Once again, that's twitch.tv. We haven't worked Twitter. out all the kinks yet. Have not worked out all the kinks yet. Kinky. You can also find us on Twitter at Was It Good and on Instagram at Was It Good BTM. We should be back later this week. We are actually going to be back um, tomorrow to kind of do a little cool live stream of the Apple Keynote event. Make sure you get your 1000 bucks ready. We are? Oh, yeah. You mean 2000 I mean, potentially. That thing is going to be... Wait, $2,000? Anyway, thanks for listening. Goodbye.